Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 25 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today my guest is Alex Ruiz, and she shared a powerful story of discovering herself that led her to start a movement that health is way more than just weight. Alex shares her thyroid diagnosis with us and her her journey of disorder eating and how she was able to embrace her size, moving away from the I will be happy when uh, mentality that so many of us women have and showing us how she was able to embrace herself today, being happy with herself today, and getting comfortable in her own skin, while continuing to work on improving and growing. And I love how she shared her story, but in such a vulnerable and relatable way, but also in a way that shows that this is a continuum, this is a constant growth journey, and if you are in a way release journey right now, I'm very excited to have you here because she's going to show you you're not alone. So without any further ado, let me introduce you to Alex. After being diagnosed with Hashimoto's and a lifetime of struggles to find balance in her health journey, Alex has made it her life's mission to bring awareness, hope, and positivity to others through learning sustainable habits that will last. As a firm believer in health being more than weight, Alex is on a mission to spread positivity, education, and love to those struggling with their health journey. Here is Alex. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the podcast. I am so pleased to have you here with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited for this. I know we reached out. I reached out on Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Love it. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, this will be a, such a great conversation. And just to get us warmed up and going, I would love to hear what does confidence mean to you? So, you know, I feel like this question is so tricky because, you know, it's not something that's like, once you have it, you have it forever. It's, it's something that like constantly is, you need to work every single day, right? Like your mind, you need to work on confidence every single day. Um, but to me, it's really just owning who you are in that time of who you are. And um, what I mean by that is, you know, for so long, I always had the mentality of, um, I'll be happy when, or I'll be confident when. And I think a lot of people strive for that if when moment. And really for me, what's been so transformative in my mindset and just in my journey is just owning who I am now. You know, recently I stopped, you know, 
waiting to fit in my skinny clothes as I call them. And I'm actually like buying clothes for my size. And I'm just like, you know, I'm embracing who I am at this current time of my life. And, you know, I'm just owning it. And I'm not going to say it's easy, you know, but once you stop caring and, and that mindset shifts, it, it really does make a difference. So, I mean, to answer your question, I guess it's just, you know, being happy, um, and, and owning who you are in the current present time of where you are is the biggest thing that confidence is to me. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Like the, I will be happy when is such a profound statement because so many women, right. Have that on the back of their minds. And I, totally agree that that's preventing them from being happy today because that's all we have is today right right? yes and some time ago this is a little ago but I actually had like a little mini party on my Instagram of tossing my skinny jeans when I made the same commitment and I've been using the toss the skinny jeans hashtag since then as I love that (laughs) I'm getting rid of it right so that you can actually dress for your body today and I love that you kind of went there because I really relate to that message and accepting our shape is beautiful no matter the number on the scale and on the tag of our clothes, right? So, yeah, you know, it's like, and maybe this can go a little off topic, but I mean, it is true. It's like tossing, toss the skinny jeans, right? I love that hashtag that you did. Cause it's like, it, it is true. I remember like, even now, um, you know, like there's things in the closet that I'm like, I keep because I'm like, this is hella cute and I don't want to throw it because it was expensive, you know, but I can't help that it makes me feel a certain way because I know I can't fit into that. So it's like, why are we holding on to these things that we're not able to embrace at this current point of time? And it reminds us of not necessarily who we used to be, but what our size used to be because we're still the same person. We're just a a different shape, right? So, I mean, it's the same concept of when you were 15 versus now, like you're never going to fit into f- your 15 year old jeans, you know? And if you do like, honey, God bless. Cause you have you know, some great genetics and a great metabolism or something. And like, that is amazing. Great for you, you know, but most people, unfortunately, like they're not going to fit into their 15 year old jeans. And for some reason people are striving to be, and it's like the body is meant to change in size and fluctuate with just life. Um, you know, so it's just like embracing who you are at this, at this current point of time. But I love that hashtag. <laughs> I want to use that now. <laughs> That's wonderful. And really my real intention of when I reach out to you uh, to bring it to the podcast is that part of what I want to bring, the message that I want to convey is real women sharing their real successes but also the struggles of their journey, right? Because I feel a lot of times in weight loss, it's so over-commercialized that sometimes mm-hmm. we forget that it's actual people on the other side going to- It's real right? hard work. <laughs> it is real hard work, exactly. And your philosophy that health is way more than weight is something that I live by and I really relate to. So I wanted to kind of give you the space to tell us, your story all the way from your eating disorders to thyroid diagnosis you know tell us how you got here today and all the important pieces of the story yeah you know um so 
I kind of started this thing more than weight, which um, will <laughs> officially be official, I guess you can say pretty soon. Um, but, you know, I just to kind of take it back, I have always struggled with my weight. And um, I, I think there's a lot of existing factors that I'm working through still as to why, um, why, um, you know, from, from, like I said, um, emotional eating, I definitely would like cope with, with, with food um, to just handle like loneliness and depression um, and then also just like a lot of stress and trauma going on in my childhood, um, with my parents divorcing and kind of taking on more responsibility than I probably should have at, at the age that I was. Right. And, um, but you know, I, I always struggled with my weight and I never understood why I was always so much bigger than my friends. Right. And when it's so crazy, um, because I actually recently looked back in an old photo and, um, I looked at myself and I was like, you know what? I wasn't that like overweight as what I thought I was like, I don't know if you've ever done that, but like, I looked back at a childhood photo and I can still feel what I felt in that photo. Right. And I know that's crazy to say, but it's true. Like I can still feel what she younger little Alex like felt you know, and like, it was all just my mindset, like, and just like the way, like, I just, my, <laughs> the way I saw myself just body dysmorphia for sure. Um, and, you know, it took me a really long time, even now, still to this day, um, I will say there are days where I'm just like frustrated with my journey and everything like that. But, um, you know, it, it's been a long journey throughout high school, I had all these issues. I remember becoming like anorexic and then, you know, being so hungry that I would like binge eat and then feeling like a failure because I'm like, God, I can't even like succeed at like not eating because I'm so hungry. And then it's like, I would binge eat. So it was like, I I was like, I can't even lose weight. Like, I'm a failure because I can't like not not eat. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I remember I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to eat because I have to, because I get hungry and I don't know how people do this, I'm just going to throw it up. And then I would like throw up, you know, trying to do that. But then I remember like throwing up, I was like, God, that hurts my stomach. It hurts my throat. Like, I don't like this. You know what I mean? And my body was constantly fighting and it made me feel like such a failure because I was like, God, I can't even do this. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, how am I supposed to lose weight when like these things aren't like successful for me? Um, and then it wasn't really until about 2010 when I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism that I started getting really clear answers of what was going on in my body. And it definitely all made sense. Like all the lifetime of depression um, fatigue, everything like that, that I just never talked about because like, you don't, I don't know, I guess I just grew up and you don't really talk about like your symptoms and what you're feeling because you just think it's normal. You know what I mean? Like really? as a 10 year old, you don't be like, I feel tired all the time. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
I, you're just tired. I don't know how to really explain that. But, no, but it's true, like, because you don't have a point of reference outside of just being that way, right? So it exactly. becomes more normal until you learn differently. <laughs> yes. Right, exactly. And so um, with my diagnosis, you know, I was like able to understand a little bit more. However, um, you know, around 20 years old, 19 years old, I was on, um, I was put on a diabetic meal plan. Um, my, my parents essentially put me on that because I had gained a significant amount of weight. And um, I will say a lot of that thanks to the Depovera shot, which I'm like, if anyone ever takes that, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> like, I had the worst side effects on that thing, um, which is like birth control. But um, yeah, I... I was put on a, like a really restrictive meal plan. Um, so I was eating like 500 calories a day because each meal that I would eat was only like a hundred calories a day. Wow. Um, and then I was only eating like five prepackaged meals. And then I would eat what's called like a lean and green meal. And I would have like a salad and fish or chicken or whatever the case may be. And then I was like running five miles a day. So I was burning like five, 600 calories. So I was only really like consuming like 500 calories a day. And I remember for the first time in my life being like, this is the first time something worked. And um, (laughs) that started a whole other like disordered eating habits, right? Because I was like, okay, like I couldn't succeed at being, um, you know, um, anorexic because I wanted to eat. Right. But, and then I couldn't succeed at being bulimic because throwing up hurt me and like made my throat hurt. And this one, I'm like, okay, I'm eating, but I'm just eating like very little and I'm just overworking out, which is fine. Right. Because you're supposed to work out to lose weight. Um, and don't get me wrong. I did end up enjoying running. Um, I did end up loving it. However, my mindset for why I was running was because I needed to burn an X amount of calories. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, and then later on, it was just kind of like the weight started piling on again and I tried to go back to that way. And I was just like, this is not sustainable. Like I am now 24 years old. Like I'm working a desk job. I'm not as active as I was then, you know, cause I was, running five miles a day, going to school full time while also working like a serving waitressing job. So I was like walking like probably 20,000 steps a day. Um, So obviously I was super active, but now, you know, I'm a desk job. Um, It's very different. Um, And yeah, that's kind of where, like, I guess you could say my real journey started when I was like 24, my weight started spiraling out of control And I was like, I need to learn how to seriously build more sustainable habits and like a more sustainable mindset and like really learn to make movement happen because it makes me feel good and because I want to do it versus something that I have to do to earn my food or um, as punishment for overindulging and enjoying myself in my life, you know? Um, so I guess that's the short version, short long version <laughs> of, of like my journey and where I am. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a freaking wild ride. <laughs> Absolutely. And in terms of 
the lessons they've learned. And, you know, now that you've done all this work mindset wise, give us some ideas of what were those major shifts that you had to make to look at things differently? So many things, but I guess the top lessons that I learned that really just like shifted was, was always so embarrassed about my size. And I think just learning to not be embarrassed and realize like, this is just who I am and embracing, like I said earlier, like embracing my size. Right. So one of like, and this is a tangible thing, but like one of the things that I used to do when I was younger was like, I would refuse to buy bigger pants or bigger clothes because I hated to see that bigger size on the tag. Right. So sometimes I would cut it off because I didn't want to see it. Or, um, I would purposely like shop at places that I know I could buy smaller clothes at. So I would feel better. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, cause some places have like stretchier material than other. And honestly, just like learning to be like, you know what? I am a size 16, 18, depending on the material, sometimes 20, if it's like really not stretchy at all. And Mm -hmm. it just is what it is. Like, that's my size. It is what it is. Like, you know, if I end up like losing weight and I'm a smaller size, then that's what I am. If I end up gaining weight and I'm a bigger size, you know, that's what I am. And just like really owning that size. And, um, you know, I, I just got tired of just seriously always hating on myself. And I was just like, why don't we just try like embracing who you are and loving yourself? And don't get me wrong. Like, I I think this is one of the biggest things that people like misunderstand is like, you are allowed to embrace who you are and like be comfortable in your skin where you are right now and still have goals to be better. You know what I'm saying? I don't get me wrong. I still would love to be stronger you know, maybe, um, like tone up and I don't want to say lose weight, but definitely just be healthier. And if weight loss is part of that, then that's great. You know what I mean? But I think people, people misunderstand of like, Oh, you have to be confident at where you are and not want to change. I'm like, well, that's not true because everyone desires growth and change, you know, and for you, you know, um, change might just be like learning better eating habits or, um, being, becoming stronger or your mindset is shifting, whatever the case may be. And once you find optimal health and you reach that point, sometimes things like weight loss is going to happen and maybe it's not intentional. Um, you know, and it's still okay to do that, but there's so much more than just weight. It's, it's all about, you know, all these things like I have proven before, like, yes, I was able to lose the weight back then, but like at, at what cost I was eating so restrictive, you know, I was over exercising, I was physically exhausted, um, you know, and I had such a bad relationship with food that there's just so much more to that. So, I mean, exactly. And like the like, whole cost side of things that you just had, like the cost is too high. Right. And this is because also you were in your mid twenties, right. But, you know, give it 10, 15 more years and say in your, you know, getting into menopause and that whole preparing for that, 
your body needs so many nutrients to build hormones, yes. hormones right? And that is not sustainable, even from a health standpoint, right? right. Like you go forward. The other thing you said, Alex, I thought was like so good when it comes to that mindset aspect, right? Of, you know, accepting yourself and all parts of yourself. Uh, the one thing I do on my work is called the beyond the scale um, sort of, you know, measuring, even though we don't measure in the sense of, you know, how, how much you weigh or things like that. But it's like looking at mood and looking at your sleep and looking at mm-hmm. all the markers of success that have not a, it's not about the weight on the scale, right? But it's a lot more right. about how you feel. And I think that that is like one of the major goals that I have in my mission in this life is to really start showing women this different aspect of quotations weight loss, which is really, in my opinion, more important, which is feeling healthier, being the best version of yourself. Like even myself, I am not a size zero. I'm not a size two when I work in weight loss, but I'm the healthiest I've been in counting my twenties, right? Like, yeah, no, I'm almost in my forties now and looking back at how unhealthy I was in my early twenties and all, you know, the years after that versus now that is so much more important to me because quality of life is better. You know, my mental health is so much better to before when you're chasing something, right. That, um, there's a goal conflict there, basically, I like to say. This episode is brought to you by the Weight Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is Weight Release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones eat for your needs and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know what, like, I I won't say that weight loss isn't important in the sense of like, you know, yes, it's good to be in a healthy range, whatever that looks like for you. Some people might be a size 16. And that is their optimal health. Some people have smaller frames, and they might be a size like two, and that's their optimal health, you know, and I, I won't say that weight loss isn't important in the sense of you just want to make sure that you are providing your body the space to be its optimal level, right? So if you have all this extra, if you're not providing your body the space um, to really like thrive, you know what I mean? Like there are going to be complications. However, um, 
you know, there are things more than weight that are equally as important. And I feel like people only look at weight loss as like a, you know, determining factor, you know, um, like you said, mental health is like such a huge thing. And like your, your relationship with your body and your mind. Right. So, you know, back when I was like in my early twenties, yes, I was losing significant amount of weight. And like, yes, now, like technically I'm, you know, not at risk for like diabetes or whatever the case may be, high blood pressure and everything like that. Right. I I've gotten my body out of that. However, like my mindset wasn't in the right place in my relationship with food. Um, sleep, how you said is so important. Like you think just because you're losing weight and you have insomnia every single day, that is healthy. It's not, you know? Um, so allowing yourself to really sleep body aches and pain and migraines, those are all like equal important, um, things within your healing journey. So I think like just people in general, really thinking that weight loss is the only thing to heal your body when it's not is the biggest shift that they need to realize. Right. So it's like, how do you learn to balance it all? Right. Is, is kind of like my goal is like, yes, weight loss is important in the sense of finding your optimal range, whatever that may look like, but also, you know, balancing your hormones, balancing your stress, balancing your mental state, your sleep, um, you know, all of those things are also equally important and totally overlooked. And it's like, how do we, you know, tell people like, Hey, like, working out in the gym three hours a day and skipping dinners with friends because you have to work out is not healthy. You know, like you're allowed to live your life and enjoy yourself and like be with friends and, you know, don't feel like you need to kill yourself in the gym because you had a piece of cake the other day or something like that. It's like, it's life. You're allowed to enjoy the little things. Um, Even for a while, um, I'm going to butcher like orthorexia, right. The obsession yeah. with being healthy. I definitely saw like at one point in time I had, I, I, I recognized that I, I had a kind of borderline orthorexia because I was being so strict with my ingredients. And now there's nothing wrong with having preferred ingredients, especially if you have intolerances or food allergies or whatever the case may be, or you just want to eat cleaner period. However, when you're not allowing yourself to live life and enjoy these little special moments, because, you know, um, it doesn't fit in your macros or it doesn't fit in your plan or it doesn't fit in whatever, that's where the problem happens because I definitely remember there being a point in time where it was like, I wouldn't go to dinner or I wouldn't do this because I had to go to the gym that day and I didn't go in the morning or like, you know, somebody would, one of my friends would be like, Hey, let's go to happy hour after. And I would really want to go and spend time with my friend. But I'm like, I wish you would have told me earlier because then I would have gone to the gym in the morning and I have to go tonight. Like I have to, there's no exception, you know, and there's nothing wrong with prioritizing your health in that sense. However, when you are missing out on life's little moments, because that is an obsession, that's where it turns unhealthy. You know, if you're, if your friend's telling you to go to happy hour every day, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some margaritas, but then it's like, okay, I can't go today, girl, but maybe I could go like tomorrow or something like that. You know what I mean? So, and I'll finding the, the balance in all. 
Absolutely. And just for the people listening that have may not have heard the term orthorexia, it's basically when you take the healthy lifestyle to the extreme and it becomes almost dysfunctional in the sense, like very much like Alex said, of preventing you from doing things you want and just like living a healthy life by going a bit overboard in terms of restrictions and, you know, being very rigid about your healthy. It's just another choices. eating disorder, but just like on a the other spectrum you know, of it. The yeah. other spectrum of being just and there's nothing wrong with being too healthy. Like I personally don't think anyone could not be too healthy. But you know what I mean? It's just all it comes down to with every eating disorder is your mindset. Yeah. And it's just like and, and it's just so crazy how that affects literally everything, you know. Um, but yeah, that was crazy too. I'm glad I like recognized it right away because I was just like, you know, I, I definitely with my Hashimoto's and my thyroid, I have to avoid, um, gluten and don't get me wrong. I still will have gluten here and there given the occasion. Although I know I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to experience symptoms over the next day or so. So is it worth it type of thing, but just being more conscious but there was definitely a, a point in time where I was like not getting things because like I didn't know one ingredient and I was like looking up the ingredient and it's definitely good to be aware because there are always cleaner options that are just as good because you do want to, you know, minimize processed food. However, it's, you know, <laughs> when you're fixating on every single little ingredient like that is exhausting, you know? And then Absolutely. I felt like I got to a point where I was like, Oh my God, like what can I eat except vegetables and like <laughs> grass fed, you know, like beef and, and stuff. Like that's all I can eat. And um, so, yeah, it's just, it's like I said, wild. <laughs> wild, wild. <laughs> and it's kind of like the same point I make, about toxins, right? That we are, you know, more and more aware of what they are and we're trying mm -hmm. to avoid them, but you can live in a bubble and anything that we take, I think awareness, like you said, is the key word here. And then you do the best you can knowing that the best you can is good enough. And I, I really remind people of that, that perfection shouldn't be the goal because it's unachievable, right? Because <laughs> when you get close, then it's a little higher and higher and higher. And I really love having something to work towards being clear about, you know, learning the words and what's on the label, what you look for, what you avoid, but also making space for the, the pleasures of life and having that balance, like you said, that word balance. And I think for me has been my key to success, acceptance of myself and having a balanced approach, because I believe if you think something is good for you, you're right. And if you think something is best for you, you're also right. Right. And it's yeah. kind of like that mindset is such a big portion. And it's basically a third of everything I do in way, in way loss and weight release because without the mindset piece, it's a much harder journey, right? And yeah, in some cases, an unsustainable one too, like you said, going back to your early 20s. Uh, I, I love what you just said of like good, better, best logic because it's so true, right? Perfection shouldn't be the goal. It's never going to be attainable. Like, let's just like say that right now, like perfection <laughs> yeah. is not attainable and like does not exist. 
right? So once you get that out of your mind, it's like, okay, like what is like actually capable of happening? And like, I love that good, better, best logic because it is true. Like with anything, you know, you can always clean up everything, you know, household items to, you know, the cleaning supplies that you use, which is another transition that I'm personally working on because I feel like I've slightly nailed down, like cleaning up my food, but it is true. It's like good, better, best. You are only able to make a judgment based off of what you know, you know, yes, it is your responsibility um, to try to educate yourself to learn more if that's the route you want to take. So if you want to clean up your food, surrounding yourself with people, following people on Instagram, or like reading blogs, articles, whatever that teach you these things. However, sometimes the best option is not going to be available all the time. So sometimes you have to make the decision of, okay, what's the better option? And that alone of like, is this the better option? Okay, let's go ahead and do that option. That alone will slowly transition into you making the best choice all the time for every single thing, you know, but there is nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. I have cookies in the fridge right now because it was Thanksgiving here in the United States yesterday. (laughs) And I was like, your girl is going to have some cookies and banana bread. You know, I'm not a big pie person. I'll be honest, but I was like, I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to have some stuffing and everything like that because it's like, I am going to enjoy myself and allow it. And I don't really care what the ingredients are in this because like I want to indulge and I want to enjoy myself and like not worry about what it means. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but you know, next day comes around. It's like, I'll still have leftovers, but it's like making a better option. It's like, okay, you know, maybe I can have like a side of greens with this. So I get those vegetables in and balancing it and just making a better decision and, and that's with anything, you know, if you want, like, I am a firm believer, like, if you want some damn ice cream, go get some damn ice cream. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because it's just like that ice cream, that one time now, if you're having ice cream every day, obviously, that might be an issue. But I mean, whatever, live your life, you know, do what you want to do. But that ice cream that one time is seriously not going to kill you. Like think of all the times people go out and have like five drinks, you know, that's probably worse than that. Like one little bit of ice cream you want to have that night. So exactly. But I I love that good, like good, better, best. It's such freedom. Yeah. Because it's just like, you're like, I'm making the best decision that I can with what I have and with what I know right now. And that is enough. And that is good enough. You know what I mean? And it's just like, once you get out of your mind, like we said, striving for perfection of like, everything has to be perfect and optimal and everything, you know, that is not attainable. So always just making the educated guess. Yes. Oh, Alex, thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation. I was really excited to talk to you. I know. So many good nuggets and, you know, this, was a real sort of raw view of your mindset shifts and your growth. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited for what the, the future will bring and like, you're wonderful. And I'm so grateful to have you here today for our listeners that would like to uh, learn more about you and keep the conversation going with you. What are the best ways for us to find you online? 
Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me just because I, you know, when you asked, I was just so honored um, just to share my story. And, um, you know, I just like love the work that you're doing. Like I said, so many things and nuggets that you discussed in your coaching and everything are just truly ways that I live by. And <laughs> Um, I really love that. So continue doing what you're doing. Amazing. Um, yeah. As far as where you guys all can find me that are listening, um, just Alex Ray is literally everything. Like that's my handle on Instagram, Twitter, everything. And then that's even my blog, just Um, And that's just Alex. And then Ray is R-A-E. That is my middle name. Fun fact. <laughs> So yeah, you can literally find me every there. I am like a Hashimoto's advocate. I obviously have Hashimoto's. So I talk a lot about thyroid stuff, what I'm going through with medication, but then also just mindset shift, um, relationships with food. Um, also just giving you like advice on like healthy eats and like new finds. I love when I go to Costco and like Costco has like these new things and I'm like, oh my God, oh, I need really? to share with everybody. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> I actually like was so disappointed. They like came out with this coconut tortilla, which was so good. It was by like real foods. And then they discontinued it after like, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half, really disappointed. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, you'll see my local like Costco finds that I'll go on and I'll share that. But just Alex Ray is literally where you could find me on everything. <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to make sure to link all your links below to make it super easy for people to find you and follow you on Instagram, which I highly recommend. Thank you so much again, Alex. Such a pleasure. And I look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time. <laughs>